Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hello. Thank you for downloading episode five. Bud Pod the Fifth. Bud Pod the Fifth. The most the reckoning. No, the most noble Bud Pod, Bud Pod the Fifth. It's a nice round number. The Agincourt uh, Bud Pod. I, a friend of mine, um, uh, when she was a, a young child, uh-huh. or a girl, or a girl, she, uh, <laughs> she was obsessed with the number five. What? She was obsessed with it. And she'd get so stressed when things weren't divisible by five. She had to go to like a child psychiatrist. What? Because <laughs> she was so obsessed with the number five. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, my my older sister, I think to this day, has to have all the volume and things on an even number. Mm. 42, 40, you, know, you, you know the even numbers. Not going to list them all here now. <laughs> Don't have time. Uh, but it has to be like like volume on the radio in the car, volume on the TV. Even, 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 Stevens. Do you reckon there's an even number of even numbers? That's a question of our time. God. I wonder if there, maybe there's an odd number of even numbers. Maybe there has to be odd. Wait, I remember learning that zero is even. Uh, zero is neither, isn't it? I've, I swear zero is even. So, no, well, no, even is something that's divisible by two. You can't divide anything by zero. Oh, you can, but it's infinity. But it's, no, but it's, it's oh, God. All right, I'm going to look this up. Because why well, would I have that in my head? Why would I think that? The definition of even is divisible by, divisible by two. So zero. Wait, wait, wait. Also, no, zero can be divided by two. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking the other way around. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Zero is an even number. In other words, it's parity. The quality of an integer being even or odd is even. The simplest way to prove that zero is even is to check that it fits the definition of even. It is an integer multiple of two, specifically zero times two. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, sneaky zero. I got my fraction the wrong way around. Zero snuck in there and picked a team. So I guess that means there must be an even number of evens, thanks to zero. Well, because if we take like one to ten, yeah, that's five odd numbers and five even numbers. Right, but what? But, but plus zero to ten. Yeah, but now what, it's six even numbers. But what if we went to twelve? Then oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Right, Phil. Put some coffee on. <laughs> we are not stuffing this podcast into this whole mess. Let's write down all the even numbers <laughs> and count it up at the end. Let's right, just okay. brute force Let me this. Just get my pen. All right, and uh, there we go. Starting from starting from zero. Yeah. Starting from zero. Zero, two, two four, four, six, eight, ten, mm-hmm. twelve, fourteen, 16. sixteen. Don't forget eighteen, people. Let's forget eighteen. Oh god, I've already started to write twenty. Mm. Eighteen. 19, 22, okay. 23. The thing that you need to uh, remember about uh, skiing is that um, once you uh, approach the, um, uh, how we say, jump, the little, um, you, when you go up a ramp, a little ramp, when you're on your skis and you approach the little ramp, uh, you will feel the uh, fear 
inside your abdomen, you will feel it in there like a little goblin. And the little goblin inside you does not want you to make the big fantastic uh, jump. It wants you to make a big, um, a big shit, a big embarrassing uh, uh, flop in the snow. And so you must um, drown out the shouting of the little goblin who does not want what is best for your uh, ski. And you can drown him out with, um, if you are religious, it is good. Uh, could, it could be praying to God, you know. Uh, maybe speak to God and it will uh, make a goblin be quiet out of respect. Uh, maybe you can't speak to um, the devil, it doesn't matter. As long as it is um, an idea that is greater than the goblin, so God, devil, um, uh, Ozzy Osborne, you know, these people. And so, uh, other ways you can drown him out, smoking, cigarettes, uh, cigar. Uh, that could work uh, maybe uh, you put the music in your ears you listen to some, maybe uh, some bark anything you can do to make the little goblin be quiet uh, will help you to do the big jump and you do the big jump it's impressive people are clapping crying your mother is there and you land and everyone says you now now you are the mayor we've met the mayor Okay, five, five billion, billion and six and six five billion zeros and eight and infinity. Okay. All right. Right. So um how many is that? Well it's infinity but half of those. So infinity over two is um I guess it's just one of the circles in infinity. Yeah, one of the circles, which, which is, is zero. zero. Okay, which is even. Yeah, so there are zero, there are zero even numbers. I think so. I don't remember why we were doing this. Yeah, me neither. Well, uh, well, we hope you enjoyed that. Well, I'm sure we can edit it uh, to seem uh, more fun. <laughs> well, it's just nice to have an answer. That's the nice thing about maths is there is always an answer. You know what you're dealing with. Um, speaking of answers. What is your most authoritarian? <laughs> Speaking of answers, <laughs> what is your most authoritarian thought of the week? Whoa! <laughs> I might even leave that in. Very <laughs> uh, most authoritarian. 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 I am authoritarian. I am authoritarian. Um, I want there to be. <clears throat> I would like there to be a special type of new police. Okay. And I want them to be absolutely everywhere. <laughs> So somehow we're going to have to, like, everyone has one with them at all times. Like plain clothes? Yeah. They're and just always with you. Okay. Every, everyone has one. So half the population has to be police now. And they, they know this police, yep, the, the personal police person? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Are they friends? Uh, they, I guess over time they could mm -hmm. be friends. But their job, Phil, is to point out logical fallacies. Logical fallacies that the person has is guilty of? Yes, or anyone. So no one can ever have a stupid conversation again. <laughs> oh, so it's like a human in so Wikipedia walking around. Yes. Okay. And they're trained, but they're trained in the ancient Greek and Roman classical art of rhetoric. <laughs> so the, these, these uh, police are really up to date with their, authority, with, their, um, with their logical fallacies. 
And so if you're standing there talking to someone at the bus stop and you say, uh, yeah, the thing is that that person's idea is bad because, you know, they're working class. Mm-hmm. And the policeman goes, ah, ah, beep, like blows a whistle, beep, and goes, ah, ad hominem. Yeah. Ad hominem attack. <laughs> Minus 10 points. Okay, so there's a point system. I just made that up, but yeah, <laughs> okay. now there is a point system. And for so every, we're having a merit, um, a merit-based um, society with demerits it's, and it's, credits. It's, it's more just that, like, uh, the fewer points you have, the 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 stupider people know you are, or the the more unreliable people know you are, and you have it on your chest, like a big counter. And so, if if someone goes on question time, like you know Nigel Farage or or um, uh, just anyone unreliable goes on question time, you see on the chest like minus 10 million <laughs> points. And you go, well, he's a fucking idiot. Right. So logical like fallacy is left, right, and center. It's your running intelligence score. Or not even, yeah. But, but specifically. Lo- logic. Yeah. So if you repeatedly demonstrate that you are completely unable to perform A to B cognitive reasoning, then it actually doesn't matter what subject you're talking about. You have a really high chance of being abs- like un- cripplingly wrong. <laughs> Right. So it doesn't matter if you're like, uh, well, I'm an expert engineer, so I know that if you have blue shoes in the morning, then you can't make pancakes. It's like, no, well, no, no, you minus a million points for that because you have gone insane. And it's nothing. It's, so it's not even anything to do with the fact that that guy there was an expert engineer. Yeah. It's just he's completely unable to do logical reasoning. And you can win points back? You can by making really good arguments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's harder. To, I, but I think I it's harder to win points back. Is this not going to make us an even more argumentative society? Yes, but the quality will be high, and therefore the results will be worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, arguing is good if it leads to a smart decision, right? Sure. So you go like, well, I argued with the doctor, and eventually I got my medicine. You know, <laughs> that's good. That's but good. But people arguing. can be arguing for argument's sake, not not to get anything. So we're just going to have. Mm. That's uh, true. But they will only get points if it's um, like, so if, if me and you are st- both here trying to argue without logical fallacies. Yeah. And we both successfully do that. Yeah. But we both get points. What if I make a very good argument against having a logic policeman with me all the time? Do they have to then have to go? Ooh, what would the argument be? Hmm. Um, the argument would be, who are you to tell me? What's right and wrong? Is that good? <laughs> That's because uh, mm, then no, he's not saying five, five points. It's difficult. Like it, it's a couple of points, but you're, he's not telling you what's right or wrong. He's just pointing out fallacies. <laughs> yeah, see. Well, no, I've lost points. I'm going to be the very first one. <laughs> I'm going to be hey, the chief, that, chief a, of the fun police. That'd be a good um, sci-fi film. The first person to stump their logic policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that person, that the government has to try and hunt that person down because they're too dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're too reasonable. They're, they're so reasonable <laughs> that they're going to destroy society. And the, the only argument against... But they turn themselves in because they're, they're that Yeah, reasonable. they go, well, no, I, I mean, clearly I understand that this is a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> and the only way that they can defend it is by saying, uh, surely it is only by the rigorous training of the presence of the logic police and the system that you have been able to arrive at this level of skill. Mm. By, by participating in this system, you have created a level of debate so uh, high value that we have debated the debate out of existence. Maybe oh. that would be it. It would be like a messiah. 
We're going to have the logic police until the prophesied one arrives. Maybe that's what... I think I'm painting a picture of a very reasonable society. <laughs> it sounds like a torturous society. Yeah, it does. But if you're a bit of a debate nerd like I sort of am, yeah. then, well, and, and to be fair, you even I would get absolutely sick of it. But it was a thought that occurred to me, and it was very authoritarian. It is very authoritarian. So here we are. What about you, buddy boy? What's your most uh, uh, putting on a smock and getting a portrait painted of yourself staring at corn level oh, thought? My most authoritarian thought is that everyone... Um, in the UK should have to start the morning by singing a national anthem. But any national anthem. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the UK national anthem. I like that. It has to be that. a national anthem. You have to do some singing. Yeah, you just have to um, <clears throat> pledge loyalty to to a country. <laughs> and it, you can change it any every day. That's funny. But you have to know the words. Yeah. <laughs> and the tune. No, and everyone sings at the same time. Okay, so... 9am. So it's not everyone can individually choose. Everyone can choose which national anthem to sing. Oh, okay. But there's, they're not like all linked up to some kind of Big Brother TV network or something. They're just in their house. Well, wherever they are, at work, in the house. But my point is, it's not like, um, so in 1984, they all have to do like exercises together and yeah. they can like watch you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is it like that or is it just like, we assume in the privacy of your own home you're doing this? Because <laughs> in which case, you could live in that world today, Phil. As long as, you're the, as long as you do it, you can imagine that everyone else is. You, you have to, if you have like uh, regular work, it's sort of like tax. You're enrolled uh, into like a PAYE. I see. So if, you're at, if you have a job, you're automatically observed to be singing your national anthem. Okay, I see. But if you're self-employed, then you sort of have to record it yourself and post it to a government <laughs> portal. A few months to, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of January every year, you have, to, you yeah. have to submit all your national anthems. People lie about song in hand work. <laughs> um, what, um, but what's the, to what end, I ask you? To what end? Yes. Um, uh, to to garner a great appreciation for uh, the cultural variety of this planet. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or patriotism, if you want to sing your own anthem. Yes, okay. And so, how many national anthems do you know, by the way? Because I know two and a half slash three. I know... uh, Well, you know one. I know the one. The British one. The British one. I know Malaysian. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that? I feel like I. Can I? I feel like I know Canada, but every, everything everyone feels. Like, oh, American, I guess. You know the native. You the, all the words. The Native American. The Native American. <laughs> and I don't like them. Why? 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 Just really horrible, mournful. <laughs> you make us live on reservations. It's not particularly fair. Uh, no, why? I don't mean like aware of. I'm talking about know the words, buddy. You know the words to the American national anthem. It's the Star Spangled Banner, right? No, no. It's all, um, America the be- Beautiful? No, no, no. It's, uh, oh, God, what is it? It is the Star Spangled Banner. Do you know the words? All the words. Oh, oh, here is that Star Spangled Banner. It waves. Yes, in that's it. the land of the free. And the home of the... But that, that's the one. The and rocket's red glare. It's all about the siege of a fort in the War of Independence. I thought it was about a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ban- the, the flag is on a ship, isn't it? It's on a ship that's bombarding the fort. I think it's... No, it's the fort. Is it? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but how do you know the words to that or the Canadian one? I, I well, I, I, I watch a lot of. Uh, I, I, I like watching American football, but only the national anthem bit, then I send it oh, off. Oh, I see. <laughs> and Canadian hockey. I, I don't think I do know Canadian. I just, I just o, know, oh, Canada, uh, our home and native land. Okay, you know it more than me, then. Oh, Canada, <laughs> our home and native land. Something, 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 something. Great White North is said at some point. I have no idea. That's the, I know that first bit. Yeah, it, do, it does sound like a Canadian song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, polar bears. You're slowly turning yellow. Are you listening to this thinking, wow, Pierre's great. I wish I could help Pierre avoid terrible personal and professional humiliation. Well, you can, because I'm doing a Soho theater run from the 2nd of April to the 6th of April. That's right. It's starting three days after the Brexit deadline, which means that I will be accepting a ticket uh, uh, purchases through food, rats, baseball bats, things like that. But if you want to use your useless English currency before then, well, that would be an excellent decision. So maybe you should go to the Soho Theatre website and buy tickets for the Pianovelli stand-up show from the 2nd of April to the 6th of April. Because if you're a fan of me, you don't want me to have to do my show legally to no one, night after night, like I'm in hell. Buy the tickets. When I was in Canada last, uh-huh. it was minus nine degrees, uh, and it was a couple of weeks after New Year's, and they said that on New Year's Eve, it was minus 40 degrees. That is unreasonable. Minus 40 degrees. So people were huddling in bars, their breath would condense on the inside of the window, but the window was so cold, it would then freeze. So their, their breath was freezing. Inside. Inside. I mean, <laughs> all credit to them for being still in a bar. As opposed to just treating it like a fucking national emergency. I just don't understand how you can... It's, it's not not habitable. That's what's amazing about human beings, isn't it? Where, like, there's a group of people who, like, I always think this about, like, the Bedouin. You look at the Sahara Desert, where it's like, oh, there's nothing here. It's 45 degrees centigrade, and there is no water or food. I'll live here. <laughs> you think. know what? I'm tired. That, that's that's what I picture every time I, I yeah. see people who live in some remote, desolate place with no obvious natural resources. That at some point, their ancestors just went, you know what? I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> or they just went, I'm sure it can't be any better anywhere else. It's also strange. Do you think they're all just descendants of, like, grumps? Where you go, you know, you have to, like live in a small group and no one will be able to screw around with your business and you'll be in total isolation. They're like, good. That's the what I want. The ultimate libertarians. They are the ultimate libertarians. Speaking of which, hey, what is your most libertarian thought? Uh, my most libertarian <laughs> oh, thought. That was slick. Slick wang. Slick Is dick. what they call him. My most libertarian thought is um, that you should have like a really powerful legal right not to be tracked. Uh-huh. So you know how now you you have to like uh, basically they they passed that thing to try and make it so that you have to agree to cookies and it ruined the internet mm. and every now you go on a, every time you go on a website now it's like what do you feel about all these cookies and then loads of companies have just wangled the question so that it looks like you have to agree but you can just say no yeah yeah and, there's and some there's some websites where you can just go no and yeah. others where you can only say yes 
I know it's it, it's illegal to only say yes. You have to you have to. It'll say yes, this massive button, and then it'll be like, I want to know more. So it'll be a button that looks like oh, a waste yeah. of your time. It does look like a waste of my time. That's why I never press it. Exactly, and then you click that, and it, then it gives you all the options to say go fuck yourself to like cookie tracker. Oh no! Yeah, I've been I've been munching on cookies I didn't need. You've. I've been you, guzzling them chocolate chips. <laughs> you, my friend, are obese with ad cookies of the mind brain. I've become the cookie monster. You're the cookie monster now. <laughs> That's how the cookie monster ended up in that in that bin. He just accept, he just <laughs> accepted them. <laughs> the cookie monster is a crippling cookie addict whose mind has been diseased by his cookie addiction because cookies tracked his cook his cookie preference so accurately and advertised so carefully to him more cookies to eat that he became addicted to cookies. He's double the cookie monster. It's a horrible pun. It's a vicious cycle. Brutal, horrible pun. Uh, So I think you should have like, maybe it it should almost be like you have to opt in in like your whole life and they should just fuck off and leave you alone. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think advertisers particularly need that much help and they're not even that good at it. So you simultaneously believe that we should all have a personal policeman following us around, <laughs> yes. but also that we shouldn't never be tracked. Yes. The policeman doesn't uh, have the legal right to record where he's following you. Okay. <laughs> and if anyone says, wait, where did you go with Bill today? He goes, that's none of your damn business. But I can tell you, he was committing logical fallacies like a motherfucker. He was strawmanning all over the place. <laughs> where that place is, I cannot tell you. <laughs> but I can tell you that where we were, it's littered with straw men. Uh, absolutely right, but just like a, absolute cornfield. Yes, and if you if you do run a company that wants to track people, so like, I think that if you're like Mark Zuckerberg, because let's be honest, Mark Zuckerberg, billionaire, terrifying, possibly evil overlord, Mark Zuckerberg, does not let people track his goddamn Facebook messaging history. Mm-hmm. He's Mark Zuckerberg. He has tape over his webcam. Yeah. So that's unfair, right? He should be as exposed to this horrible data harvesting as the rest of us. Um, yeah, but who would be selling... What, mm, why, mm. But he owns all of it. Yeah, but he's not exposed to it. Uh-huh. So I, I'm, I want him to have to live, or all of these people to have to live by the I'm only doing to you what I'm willing to have myself rule. Right. It's not a great business model. Yeah, but that's why it has to be imposed. Oh, I see. Because okay. if it was a great business model, Zuckerberg would be doing it. So the government has to impose this. Well, this is not libertarian anymore, then, if the government's getting involved. Well, no, because the government also protects rights. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see? Constitution. Because <laughs> uh, otherwise it would be anarchic. Mm. Anarchy is when there's no government and you can do whatever you want. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Libertarianism is like... We have just enough government to preserve rights. Okay, sure. But whatever. But my point more is that either we all get the total freedom of being not tracked all the fucking time, mm-hmm. or it's we are all as tracked as each other, but we need to, I think it needs to be even Stevens. Okay. That's what I think. Fair enough. Because I want to know what cook is old Zuki been eaten. <laughs> Will you, you accept Zuki's? <laughs> can you imagine that man's search history? He looks so much like a dying shark man. Shark. He looks like a shark man. He's got the dead black eyes of a shark. He does, and he's yeah. got he's as pale as the underside of a shark. The belly of a fish. He always looks terrified. I can't I can't believe how successful and presumably cutthroat he is, because he always looks 
terrified to be anywhere that he is. He looks terrified and also he looks like he'd be slightly damp to the touch. Have you seen the video of his barbecue? Oh, my God. <laughs> if the listeners do not know what we're talking about, if you'd like to see what would happen if a shark man from another planet tried to fake a human barbecue. <laughs> it is the creepiest video on the internet. I would agree with that. And it's, there's some creepy shit out there, but... It's got the feeling of... um. Uh, 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 someone trying to film themselves in the midst of an FBI hostage situation and trying to imply that either the, uh, the either the house isn't surrounded by snipers or it is and they don't care, they're having a wonderful time. So, snipers oh, who, who, who will shoot them if they're not convinced they're, they are enjoying or, their ribs. Enough. Yeah, all is normal. Just going like, to check up on those ribs? Wow, can't wait for those ribs. We're all here at the barbecue having a good time. It's awful, 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 awful. He he looks like he'd be damp to the touch, like a, a child's look. toy left in the garden in the morning. <laughs> he does look <laughs> dewy, dewy, constantly covered in a thin film of dew. Yeah. Well. So, what's your most libertarian thought then? My most libertarian thought is I think all train drivers should have to let me have a go if I want. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if you want to have a go on the train, you said you should just just knock on the. So, so like it's and you, and you you say I'd like a go, please, and the driver has to supervise you, but has to let you have a go on the train. Okay, so it's like um, it's more like something from a theme park now, like you're a kid in a theme park. Um. So it's like sure, you know, they they they're very they have to be very accommodating. Well, no, they don't have to be happy about it. <laughs> they don't have to be pleasant. Yeah, the, yeah, because it's yeah, is their remit is to make sure we're all safe. Yes. Not that I'm. Uh, th- not that I feel welcome. Okay, so so they're like uh, they can they can take what attitude to it they wish. Yeah. Um, how long can you have a go for? Uh, it depends how many other people want to go. Okay. Oh, let's say there's no there's one. Early morning train. There's no one else there. Then as long as you want. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So you're essentially he he's n- he's not even doing his job now. Well, I, actually, maybe he's working twice as hard to make sure no one dies. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he he knew what he knew the arrangement when he decided to be a train driver. Yeah, that's fair. They they teach you this. Yeah, they say by the way. By the way, literally, <laughs> fucking anyone could come in. <laughs> what about terrorism? What about naughty naughty terror boys who want to come in and smush people with trains or girls? Yeah, or all terror girls. A- anyone who wants to commit terror, well, they would, it's anyone can do it. Uh, uh well, there's very little terrorism you can achieve. By driving a train, isn't it? Oh, I guess you if you oh, you could overrun it into a into a curve. Yeah, or you could it. smash into another train. But the 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 train driver has you know like uh, uh, in training cars, there's a second set of pedals. <laughs> I see. So the driver also has a, a second set of controls that they can override. But can't you just like kill the train driver? You can do that now. You can't get in now. He doesn't have to open the little steel door. Oh, can you not get in? Well, not by knocking. <laughs> I, if, I mean, I hope not, because otherwise that's all there is between ISIS and, and a train. It's just going like, oh, we should have knocked. God, we always forget our manners here at ISIS. We're so rude. I'll tell you something for free. I'm not like all the other girls. I'm nuts. All those other girls, you see them over there in that big gang. I'm not like them. Not like those other girls. No way. Not like those other girls at all. Because I'm a 
a man in his late 40s, and I work as a, a bricklayer, and I'm on my way to being qualified as a, a spark electrician. So, I'm not like those other girls. Would that be a sexy boast? Would, 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 do you think people would be impressed if, like, Lady Gaga or some other, like, or, or, I don't know, like, a, a sex symbol? I guess, I guess the Kardashians, I guess. One of well, Lady was Gaga a, was covered in meat once. But that's, a, that's the thing, right? Do you think that, um, it would be, do you think that people would get on board, like, this, like, kind of bandwagon thickos would get on board if one of the Kardashians came out and said, <laughs> in all sincerity, I, I am the concept of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a serial killer. But I could, say. yeah, exactly. I could get really into the Kardashians if they'd started taking their fame and power and getting really like H.P. Lovecraft with it. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, it's just like, why don't you just go find a remote sea cave and form a cult in there? Like, <laughs> they started wearing robes and chanting, and it's like. That, Got to have my maca after my morning chanting like, to Cthulhu, you know. <laughs> I think that would, like, I look, all I'm saying is they'd win me over. Cthulhu with a K. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, Phil, mm. yes, re- recently, mm. it was everyone's favorite holiday, Saint Valentin's Day. Yeah. It was the day of, uh, it was the day of um, feeling a lot of pressure to spend money on things no one needs. It was Valentine's Day, everyone's favorite day of the year, where everyone is loved. Everyone looks forward to it so much. because No one is alone on Valentine's Day. No one Day. at all. It's better than Christmas for that. It's amazing how on Valentine's Day everyone has found love and is with their loved ones and is having a lovely dinner with wine and roses. And, in, and has a, a head free of doubt. It is the only and holiday fear. I can think of that is unanimously loved. Yeah, likewise. Which makes my experience this year all the stranger. That's right, because you had an encounter. My Valentine's Day, <laughs> on my Valentine's Day, I experienced my first ever bit of sexual harassment. I was sexually harassed. Took Whoa. me 29 years. Was it, is this your, was it the first ever? I think my first ever sexual harassment that I can remember. No, no bum squeezings in the old nightclub for you? 
No, do you get bum squeezed in a nightclub? I have been in my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've been bum squeezed by a lady in a nightclub, but that was just rude. I don't think there was any sex- anything sexual about it. It's, she was just a real uh, no, asshole. No, but if it's on the bum. She was a real asshole, this lady. If I've it, never hated a person more in my life. If it's on the bum, it counts. That's the thing. Because we're guys. We, we brush everything off as not counting. <laughs> but it really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was um, the most uh, op- transparent piece of sexual harassment I've been I've ever been yeah. subject to. I was walking back from the gym, and I must have looked pretty good. Pumped. Um, I was pumped. I was sweating. Rosed, che- rosed in the cheek. Yep. And um, and uh, firm in the meat. Oh. And I, w- I got. I had to cross. I got to the road around the corner from my home. Yeah. And I looked over the road, and I just saw this bald man. Flicking his tongue like, oh, oh, oh! Sorry for that in your ears, everyone. Listen, that is listen. revolting. I had to see it. You guys got to listen to it. Oh. And I went, oh, wait, 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 oh. little uh, bald guy, little bald guy, little bald guy, white guy, Wal- white guy, yeah, going, oh, uh, I was like, oh, what a strange guy. And then I looked away and I thought, he was looking at you, flapping his tongue around. Well, it took me a second to realize he was looking at me. So oh, I looked shit. back and he's still going, oh, me uh. looking at me dead in the eye, <laughs> and he starts going making kissing faces. Like, oh, like fans of Limmy's show will know that there's a very funny sketch where he goes to a stranger in a bar. And it was, it was genuinely like that. It was exactly like that. His I almost flirt- thought, so his, does he know Limmy? This man's flirting attempt is purely by accident the same as a sketch by a very dark comedian who in the sketch is trying to be disgusting and creepy. <laughs> and this guy was just doing it at face value. His instinct was there. And I go, oh, gross. But I have to cross the road. He's on my side of the road oh, where no. my home is. So I have to cross over. Uh, so, in an attempt to sort of uh, uh, dampen his fire, I, I look at him and I go, all right. I raise my eyebrows like, all right, buddy. And I put my hand up like, okay, you can stop now. Yeah. And then I start to wait for the traffic to stop so I can cross over the road. Suddenly, he looks really excited upon me doing this. And that's when I realized that to him, I've seen him flicking his tongue and kissing at me. And I've gone, hey, raising my eyebrows. And also, you and put giving your, him a little wave. You put your hand up like, but or, or even if he'd interpreted it correctly, you were like, all right, I'll let you suck my penis. Okay. At best, it looked like I was begrudging. hesitantly, begrudgingly letting him have sex oh with me on the road. God. And on top of that, once I did that, I started turning around and waiting to cross over the road to join him. Yeah. That's what it looked like to him. Like you were like, I'll come to you. That's how much I'm keen for this. By and the he, time and, and, I realized this, it's too late. And he's standing there thinking, this has never worked. This has never worked. He must be. The delight and surprise on his face. Yeah. I've never seen it. So I, I'm thinking, crap. Well, let's see what this guy has to say. In a way, it's the most alpha move you could have pulled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'll fuck you. <laughs> just to prove <laughs> just to how prove. uninterested I am. <laughs> just to prove that I'm still the winner here. And so I wait for the cars to pass, and I cross over. He's about up to my shoulder in height. Okay. And he's, he, his first question is, where are you from? Okay. Which is, that's never like an uncreepy thing to ask. Yeah. Where are you from? And instantly I, I'm thinking, God, this kid has got a type. And I'm his type. <laughs> and I go, I'm from Malaysia. And he's like, wow, Malaysia. I'm, I'm from Poland. And I'm thinking, like, I didn't really ask, but all right. <laughs> 
He's like, I'm from Poland. I'm this, like, I'm going. The, the thing, Phil, is that Polish sexual harassers just work so much harder. <laughs> They're really putting local uh, sex pests out of work, and it's not okay, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. not okay. Yeah. I, 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 I walk around London now. I don't even understand the wolf whistles anymore. <laughs> Sometimes they don't use their lips to whistle. They've got a harmonica. They've got an accordion. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so we're walking along towards the corner. I have to turn to reach my house. And he says, do you have a family? That is, uh, <laughs> that is a weird flirting line. Do you have a family? Would, would anyone miss you if you disappeared? I instantly, I instantly go, yes, I have a family. I, I, I don't. I don't have, I have a, a couple of sisters. But I don't have the family in what in the sense that he's getting at. I go, yes, I have a family. I have fifty-two children <laughs> and five wives. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay, me. Well, me and I also have friends. Me and my friends, we meet up, and and as soon as I hear about his friends' meetings, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, I, I shouldn't have agreed to this conversation. Yeah. So I just go, no, it's okay. I start going, no, it's all right. I don't want to. I don't. And he goes, okay, that's all right. Don't be scared. Oh. Don't be scared. And you when, know, I wasn't feeling scared until he said, don't be scared. When someone says, don't be scared, it's it's like the fear equivalent of saying, hey, calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The opposite effect <laughs> is immediately, you know, or. I'm not being racist, but yeah. it, you go, oh, okay, well, now I think you are. Cause yeah. you just said no. If you're having an argument with someone and then someone's sort of going, shh, 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 shh you just start shouting over <laughs> it. You get so angry. And he instantly starts, to, um, well, he, he now starts to leave to my relief. Yeah. But he's walking towards my house. <laughs> and so I don't want to show him where I live. <laughs> and, and also, you don't want to walk, presumably, arm in arm with him <laughs> to one of his friends' meetings. Maybe he's just a really camp Quaker. <laughs> Come to the friends' meeting house. Where are you from? Do they have God there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I have to continue down the road, away from my house now. You have to do an old fake walk away. I have to, I have to fake walk away to the, to the corner where the hardware store is. And I just stand there dead-eyed for five minutes looking at boots yeah. until I think it's safe to go back. And I, 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 I carefully creep back to my street and I peer around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like an old-timey burglar might. Like you're yeah. trying to burgle your own flat. I generally heard, duh, 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 as I... <laughs> like he pops out of a gutter. <laughs> <laughs> and I scurried into my home. And then... That evening, I told my sister about it. Yeah. And she's like, congratulations, welcome to a woman's life every day. She's like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that was my Valentine's Day. I mean, in a sense, at least I was the object of some attraction. I guess that's that was like St. Valentine. Or like, you know. Maybe uh, was, he was St. Valentine. That was him. He was like Morgan Freeman yes, as God. He's yes. he's the... The creepy saint. He's our living embodiment of Valentine. Or maybe Cupid was like, there was no one nearby. <laughs> he was bald like a baby. <gasps> he was, and he was small. And he had um, a clutch of arrows. Yes, and he was in an, uh, only in a nappy. But then he would have been able to change my mind. He would have been able to convince me if he had those. Oh, is he not allowed to use the arrows for himself? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's insider trading. That's HR. HR will come down on that pretty quick. Yeah. Maybe it was Cupid just like, well, it's nearly the end of Valentine's Day and I haven't arranged anything for Phil. Uh, oh, that guy's there. And just like, twang, and just got him. It's like, there we go. Like, I've, I've, I've fulfilled my remit, like, technically, you know? Well, he's a construction worker as well, by the way. 
um, this Polish uh, bald guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the, those were the the facts he told me about him that he was Polish and he worked on the construction site. Oh right. Um, he must have thought those were for some reason the most um, um, relevant facts Sec- about him. Sexy. And upon hearing that he was a construction worker, I was just like, what? "Are all construction workers sex pests?" Then it's not. They're not yeah, gay, straight. Yeah. If you're on scaffolding, you're bothering people. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about being that high above people. You're looking down everyone's tops, I guess. You're looking down everyone's tops, but also you're just looking down like psychologically. You're just thinking, oh, I could have That's sex it. with anyone. I'm the king of the building. Yeah, you feel like the Pope. I'm the king of the road. Is that where? Is that why so many Catholic priests are also wrongans? Because they look down from pulpits. That's right. They just and get... the Pope looks down from the biggest pulpit of all. Yeah, he's got that big high balcony. That's what it is, and it, like, if it, balconies, balcony we just perfect. solved sexual harassment. Get uh, rid of balconies. Uh, that's why, right? In old stories, there's a damsel or a princess on a balcony, <gasps> and the guy's trying to climb up it so that he can look down on her. Yeah, and be on a it's balcony. It's a correction of the order. He's horny for balconies. Horny for balconies. Was your Valentine's okay then? Yeah, it was alright. Okay. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, um, hello, uh, it's Marjorie here, and, um, I'm sorry to bother you, um, but, uh, I've got a complaint about my product, um, I purchased a large air conditioning unit, um, from your shop, online, and I bought it home, and it's in, I've, I've mounted it, uh, in the upper corner of the observatory, and, because it gets very hot in there sometimes, and so I was in the observatory, and it got hot, and I was getting eye sweat on the lens, so I thought I'd put it on, and I turned on the air conditioner, and it started to vomit um, hairs. They're filling the room with hairs slowly, and uh, so now um, the room is, uh, uh, I'm sort of knee-deep in hair, and it's quite difficult to see what should be going on at the moment. Um, And so it isn't stopping, even though I've turned it off and I've unplugged it. I've taken the plug out of the wall, you see, and um, so the problem is that now I, you know, I'd, I'd say it's about, um, I'd say it's about a sideburn thickness per minute growing, and um, uh, the door to the observatory is locked, as is tradition, and so if you don't send someone around soon, I don't, well, I don't know if I'm going to drown in hair, but I'd, I'll, I'll be dead inside some hair. Is that drowning? Suffocating. Drowning? Suffocating. Hair? Hair. Hair conditioner. That was episode five. Thank you for listening to episode five, everyone. God. Five down. Fun. 5,000 to go. Oh, yeah. That's how many we're planning on making. Can't we? 5,005. Magic number. That's the best number of pods because it's a palindrome. Yeah. Um, What's the numerical equivalent of a palindrome? Numerodrome? I have no idea. We shall fight in the numerodrome. <laughs> Two men enter. Some numbers leave. Numerodrome. Numerodrome. Uh, That's where... Um, what would be the best number to fight with? A seven. That was pretty painful. Yeah, point. A, a zero is a shield. Cute. Mm, arrows. But it's got a big gap in the middle. Ooh, but maybe that's a good... <laughs> an eight's probably a good shield. That's got a pretty good coverage. Oh, an yeah, eight. An eight is good. Arrows are loads of ones. Ones are good arrows. Um, oh. It's quite good. A this is quite a good. This is quite a good topic. Actually, a ten, what's the best number to fight a, with? A, ten. a four has got all kind of pointy bits. A four. Hmm. 
a ten looks like a, a guy with a shield and a spear. That's balanced, yeah. That's really balanced armory. Ten. Yeah. That's that's like the, everyone's generic choice. Like I'm a ten. Imagine like an eleven. That's just fucking. That's dual wielding. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's is there a number that looks like a bow? Two. Yeah, yeah. A, a reverse bow, compound bow. It's even more powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A so two and a five, are both bows. <laughs> a six is a mace. Yeah, yeah, it's the gold club, isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is no one ever talking about this? I mean, <laughs> it's I, a I'm baffling it's, it's topic. It's self-answering, self isn't it? Absolutely. No, a three, a three looks the most like a compound reverse bow. That's true. The three looks like a bow. Yeah. Three looks like a bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, email well, anyway. in with what, uh, which, which numbers you would use as weapons. <laughs> and which, which numbers you think are which weapons. Because this is a normal podcast. A seven's a bit like a gun if you turn it over. Yeah. It's got a top bit to hold on it in the barrel. And it shoots little ones. Pew, 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 pew. Must do. Um, we're on Twitter on at thebudpod. And our email is thebudpod at gmail.com. Gmail. Let um, us know your horrible thoughts. Let us know your horrible, wonky thoughts, um, I suppose. And uh, topics, any, any of the topics you want to engage with, questions, anything like that. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through your podcast app or iTunes or Podblat or uh, Podminge or whatever it is you listen to the podcast through. Uh, and also, if you are on iTunes, please abuse your Apple ID to give us five stars. Loads of you have done that, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, cheers, folks. We're dripping in fives, <laughs> which, as we all know, is a type of weapon. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.